Coming up is some important information from Malane and Lindsay solicitors of 191 Mile Street Tea Gardens. Phone 49287300. Today we have Michael McGrath, who's qualified solicitor with Malane and Lindsay, and also the practice group leader, property and leasing. So good morning, Michael. Thanks for coming to the program. Thanks for having us, Chris. Michael, you are looking at the strata community title side of things. Yep. I imagine in your work. What is strata and community title? Yes, they are, Chris. So freehold or torrents title is the most common and traditional form of property ownership under which you are the owner of both the land and also the structures on the land. A property such as a unit, townhouse or villa, however, is usually strata title. Under strata title, you own the cubic space, however, the land on which the building is built, as well as all the areas which are shared in common by the owners, such as driveways, stairwells and lifts, are common property and owned by a body known as the Owners Corporation. Community title is a hybrid of Torrens and strata title in that you own the land and also the structures constructed on the land. However, there are also common areas within the subdivision, such as parks, cycleways or other community facilities, which are again common property for use by owners in the subdivision and owned by the community association. Okay, so what is an owner's corporation and a community association? Can you let us know about those? Yes, an owner's corporation is the governing body which manages a strata scheme and owns the common property. I explain it as being like a company, with each owner in the strata scheme being like a shareholder in the company. Each owner will have what is known as a unit entitlement, which is based on the market value of their lot in comparison with other lots in the scheme. The unit entitlement determines your voting rights at meetings of the owners' corporation and also your share of levies raised. A community association is the same same as an owners' corporation in respect of community title. Okay, so if, if somebody owns a house worth twice as much as the next person, they would have twice as much voting power. Yes, that's right, um, but they also contribute twice as much to the budgets and costs of the community association as well. So while having a unit entitlement, higher unit entitlement means you have a greater voting right, it also means you contribute a greater share towards the cost of the association. Okay, well that's, that's fair, doesn't it? Uh, are there any additional financial considerations when you get involved with strata and community type? Yes, there are certain costs associated with owning any property, such as council rates and water rates. When owning Torrance Title, you are also solely responsible for the cost of maintenance and repairs on the property you own. When owning Strata Title, you're responsible for maintaining and repairing your own cubic piece of space. However, the Owners Corporation is responsible for maintaining and repairing um, the building and the common property. There are three main types of levies in Strata or Community Title. Administrative fund levies are fund the recurrent day-to-day expenses of the association, such as for insurances, management fees, and day-to-day maintenance and the like. The second kind of levy is a capital works fund levy, which are used to fund capital repairs to the building and other common property. Finally, special levies, special one-off levies, which need to be raised unbudgeted expense of the owner's corporation, or if they have insufficient funds in their accounts to meet their expenses. It's going to be interesting, I guess, this year with the floods and fires that there's going to be insurance costs will be rising on all these uh, residential developments. Yeah, that's right. So the admin fund to meet the day-to-day expenses, so insurances and so forth, that'll be budgeted each, each 12 months. 
So it should usually be expenses and, and income should cover each other. Probably the, the bigger consideration for me is the capital works fund levy. So that's to cover long-term capital repair works. So a well-run strata or community scheme will usually have what's called a capital works forecast report done, uh, which involves a quantity surveyor essentially preparing a budget over a 10, 15 or 20 year period um, to determine what are the likely expenses, capital works are they going to need to do, and therefore the association will make sure they put aside enough money so that when those repair works arise, they've got funds sitting in their account to meet those expenses. And that's called a sinking fund, isn't it? Yep, um, capital works fund or sinking fund, they're the same things. Um, um, in the last iteration of the Act, the terminology was changed from a sinking fund to a capital works fund, but yes, they, they're exactly the same thing. Are there any additional rules and regulations uh, in strata and community title? Yeah, there are rules known as bylaws which apply to a strata or community scheme to faci facilitate the administration and harmony of the scheme. Bylaws can cover a wide range of matters, including permitted improvements to your lot, pets, parking, noise and smoking. It is important to understand these rules before buying into a strata or community scheme to ensure they are compatible with your lifestyle. Generally, bylaws are determined by majority vote at meetings of the owner's corporation, although exclusive use bylaws granting an owner a right in respect of common property requires a special resolution. Part of living in strata or community title is that for better or for worse, you are part of a democracy. There is, however, legislation which does protect owners against unfair or oppressive conduct. An example of a very contentious issue over the past couple of years in respect of strata bylaws has been ownership of pets in strata schemes. There have been a number of cases which have started in the tribunal and have actually gone all the way to the Supreme Court over whether an owner's corporation could ban having pet ownership in strata or community title. Uh, the New South Wales government actually passed legislation last year preventing owners corporations having blanket bans on pets, which you would have thought might have brought an end to the matter. But now we're looking at when can they reasonably withhold consent. So it does still continue to be an area of interest in, in strata and community ownership. Michael, you mentioned the tribunal then. What, what is the tribunal? Yep, so the Consumer Trader or Tenancy Tribunal is a state government body. Part of its jurisdiction is over strata and community title, and it's designed as being a low-cost jurisdiction without the necessity of having lawyers involved, essentially to determine disputes within strata schemes at a low cost and making sure that owners aren't unfairly treated by an owner's corporation just because they might be in a minority. So if... The matter isn't resolved by the tribunal, it then would go to the courts. Well, the tribunal will resolve the matter. People can appeal their decisions to the courts if they aren't happy with the decisions of the tribunal. Michael, say somebody's got a pet dog or something like that. How do the other owners go on if the dog keeps barking at night and making noise? Yep. For instance. Um, and that's generally one of the requirements of the strata scheme that they can't unreasonably withhold consent to having an animal in the strata scheme. But obviously, if there's an animal that's causing a nuisance to other owners, well, it might be reasonable withhold to, to refuse consent for that animal to remain. Ultimately, it would come down to, again, a vote at the owners' corporation's meeting as to whether it's reasonable to have that pet within the scheme or not. But then the tribunal exists in the background, so if people are unhappy with the decision the owners' corporation makes, they can challenge that decision before the tribunal. Would there be... 
restrictions on the top, say, dog type of dog, like a pit bull terrier or something like that, uh, dangerous dogs. Yep, so the bylaws um, will generally have requirements around dogs. I often joke, I was reading some bylaws last week for a new strata scheme, and it said you can have one small dog, provided it's not over 15 kilos in weight. I've got two pugs at home. One of them's a bit on the large side and more than 15 kilos, so I often joke to my wife, we'd need to put him on a diet if we wanted to take him into that scheme. Generally around dangerous dogs and the like, they might ban specific breeds of dogs. Generally a requirement that the dog is registered with local council and has not deemed to be a dangerous dog under legislation relating to companion animals. We're talking, say, talking home units. If people have a dog that's been used to a big backyard and stuff like that, how do they manage having it in a home unit? Well, that comes down to, I suppose, a bit of personal responsibility. If a dog hasn't been used to living in a unit, it might not go well living in a unit. And that you've got to take account of your neighbours. Again, you're living as part of a community. And if you're the person with the dog that barks till midnight or night, you're probably going to get funny looks from your neighbours um, when you walk out the door in the morning. So part of living in strata title is you are living in a community. Um, if you're in an apartment block, you are often living much more on top of each other than not. And they're just considerations you have to take into account when deciding whether strata title and unit living is right for you and for your pet for that matter. Michael, you mentioned a point there that people should inform themselves about the various rules and regulations. If you don't inform yourself, you're still bound by them, aren't you? Oh, 100%. Um, so whenever you're looking at buying into community or strata title, one of the most important things to do is make sure you read what the bylaws are. You have to comply with them, just as anyone else does well. So they're also for your protection, but it is important that you comply with those yourself. Michael, it's been fascinating at looking at strata and community title, and I understand the Act has recently changed. So if people want to find out before they buy into these places, you'd be the right man to talk to, wouldn't you, at Malone and Lindsay? Oh, definitely. Um, when people buy into Strata or Community Title, um, you can get an inspection done of the books and records of the Owners' Corporation, see what's being discussed in minutes of the Owners' Corporation, see what the bylaws are, see the financial position of the Owners' Corporation. So all really, really important, useful information to have so you can make an informed decision. And yet yeah, we could certainly assist you if you're looking at moving into that kind of scheme. You as a solicitor would have that access, but what about somebody just looking to buy into the thing? Would, would a member of the public have that same access? You have to get permission to review the records, again, with privacy legislation and the like. So you have to get the owner's consent to do that. The best thing to do is actually to get a qualified strata inspector to do that inspection. They know what they're looking for in those records, and then we as the solicitors can help interpret and dissect that information to make sure you understand how that information actually applies to you. Michael, it's, there's going to be more and more people living in strata and, and unit title places, and it's obviously becoming much more complex for people who've just been used to a freestanding home of their own. And, and that's a consideration you have to understand. Um, I often say to people, if you're the kind of person that wants to paint your front door pink and it's your house, no one's going to tell you otherwise, well, perhaps strata and community title may not be the best decision for you. As I said, for better or for worse, you are living in a regulated scheme. There are rules and bylaws which you have to comply with, and that's part of strata and community title living. How do people contact you when they want to find out more about this, Michael? 
Um, they can contact our main office in Newcastle on 4928 7300. We, of course, have our office up here in Tea Gardens, which we open two days every week on a Wednesday or Friday, and we'd be more than happy to meet with you to discuss any issues you might be having in community and strata title living. And how, how do they get you on the internet or website? Yep, they can also go to our website, www.malainelindsay.com.au, which again has all their contact details and also a number of useful articles, including on things like strata and community title living as well. Michael, thanks so much for coming and talking to us today. It's uh, great to hear that help like you is available for people having to move, maybe relocate to smaller premises or things like that. Uh, thanks very much for having us, Chris. It's been a pleasure to come and speak to you and your audience about strata and community tide we're living today. Thanks very much. Mullane and Lindsay are proud sponsors of Mile Coast Radio. If you have any legal queries, please give the team at Mullane and Lindsay a call on 0249 287300.